Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah uh, Colonna. Mary Rudzinski, Mare Bear, my Mare Bear. Oh, Kuda. I'm just glad that the footage of the bowling alley got shown and now, and we'll get into it in a minute, but I just want to say that that's, I needed that moment. I did too. I did too. We didn't hear the word small balls. I think just out of respect for Mark the shark because his balls, whatever beautiful size they are, didn't need to be brought up, but you're right. It was nice to see the footage. I just want to say that as we began to record so I'm in my quote unquote office, which is also uh, doubles as my cat's room. Um, there's his food and his, li- his $600 shitter, as my mom calls it. His little robot is in here. And as literally as we started to record, he walked in and took a large number due to a number due, a number due. <laughs> and I feel like that's how he feels about all of this. He's just... <laughs> He's just like, this bitch is going to talk about this show again, and I'm just going to go take a number two while she's trying to, because there's no no better way for me to start. No, he wants a, a lingering, <laughs> he wants you to remember this during this whole recording, uh, how he feels and how pretty much America feels about some <laughs> of the things that happened this season. Um, I think it's, I think Ralphie Ryan is, is a, he's a prophet. Really? He, he really is. He looks real proud of himself, by the way. Um, <laughs> you guys, so this is reunion part two. And I know, okay, also next week, by the way, there's a Where Are They Now? And to be honest, in the past, I have been like, I don't need to watch that, whatever. So they gave us a sneak peek. Now, they're not paying us to say this, just to be clear. But Lifetime gave us a sneak peek of the where are they now and it's really good (laughs) it's juicy there's some really good juicy stuff so i'm just saying that out of my pure personal opinion i don't know what you thought mary we haven't discussed it yet totally in agreement was sort of like oh okay then totally like it's like giving just a little taste a little taste of blood to a shark just a little bit of a to a mock a, the shock, mock the shock. A little, if if I if I a little cocaine, little sniff. <laughs> I mean, I don't partake, but I'm just saying. If you understand what I'm trying to say, it was just enough where I'm like, son of a bitch. It's not going to be just a filler week. So no, I think we're covering it. it. I thought it's, it looks yeah, it was good. Hot as shit. And, yeah, we're going to do an episode uh, about that next week. So we will still be doing the. We're going to do the. Where are they now? Because we enjoyed it enough. That was kind of, I think they were like, look, if you enjoy it, cover it. And uh, we and we were like, oh, fuck, yeah, we will actually, because it was there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So just FYI, if you want, you should watch it next week and 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 listen to our podcast next week and blah, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, and, and I say this like sincerely as just a fan of the show. I, I unless I'm wrong, I remember the where are they now is in the past or my experience was just like. The couples, a, a couple of the couples sitting down again, talking to somebody again, kind of like, oh, things are this and some snippets of their home footage. This was like an episode. It was know? an episode. Like this this they was all an, interacted. a full episode. Yeah. yeah, we got Ryan from from the Houston season, which I know they they showed him uh, giving Alyssa a hug and a preview, so I'm not spoiling anything. 
Um, and that story gets super interesting. So yeah, I think all what we're, we are going to do that as a, as a full regular episode next week. So we have that. And then please stay subscribed. I know some of you are just here for married at first sight. I understand, believe me, but also we're super fun. So we will, <laughs> we have something really fun planned for it in between now and married at first sight the next season. So stay, just stay, stay subscribed. So you always know what we're talking about. And then um, or if you're not subscribed, subscribe and then listen well, to and, us. Yeah. And and just to say that, you know, it's not that many weeks until the next season begins. But also without saying anything, you know, stay subscribed because maybe we're maybe trying to have some chats with some cast members. So you wouldn't want to miss that. That's right. We do have some uh, our our toe in the pool of some cast members that we're hoping to get on here. We're not quite sure when they can and all that stuff. So you don't want to miss that because you know, we're going to have fun talking to cast members. Also, we have a Patreon for exclusive Patreon episodes every Sunday. We do tons of fun stuff. And once uh, the next season of Married at First Sight starts, we are going to add Married at First Sight content to our Patreon while keeping this one, obviously, of course, the one that you get every Thursday. Is I feel like we just got to start talking about this show, or people are gonna. Well, and we have too much to go say. shit in the litter box with my cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know everybody just wants to, you know, re- release re- stress from their lower region. I don't know what I'm saying. The whole point is just yes, all of that litter box and fun Patreon, and we're just full steam ahead. Married at first sight, so that's who we are, Kudo. I think we just need to embrace it. Um, this was a really, the reunion was good. It, this was good. I, okay. When they start off with the girls, right. That's what they started off yeah. with the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kevin, the girls, Kevin, the girls, it was, it, it was confused. It's confusing the relationships with Alyssa. I'm confused by it all. So am I Sarah and, and not in a like, Oh, it piques my interest more like it pisses me off. I want to be friends with Katina. I don't. And I do Jasmina. too. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't show shitty character on television. Yeah, I just. I can't tell. Yeah. It, well, there was some confusing. They were like, everyone's in touch. We have a group text, but I couldn't quite tell if that. I, I feel like Lindsay's not on the group text from the way they yeah. talked after that. It just. It was all. Pretty petty, but like Alyssa blocks Lindsay on Instagram after Lindsay joked that um, Alyssa had no flaw or said she had no flaws or something. And then Alyssa's like, that's not what happened. You were saying mean shit to me at the bachelorette party. Um, I don't I I don't (laughs) I I honestly I give Alyssa credit for stretching this out for for her one to two hours. No, she probably didn't film with Chris in the normal uh, setting of this show for more than like 30 or 40 minutes at the actual ceremony. Everything else was, you know, snippets of her off camera throwing a tantrum, yet she's managed to get herself in a new dress onto every little group get together that there has been this whole season. I mean, good for her. Yeah, that's true. Well, so there was a big conversation about that Alyssa and Chris were messaging on Instagram and I did forget. Remember, they showed the flashback of Lindsay at the bachelorette party and how she said, oh, Boston, small world in Boston. Which one of your husbands I slept with? I wonder. Yeah. You know, she says, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Fucking, just, yeah, just awful shit. And Lindsay's got it, you know, smiling the whole time at herself. Um, 
She did say something about loving feedback and being receptive to it. And Katina and Alyssa looked like they were going to just <laughs> jump out of their chairs. Yeah, their eyes what? were going to do. As we all felt. Yeah. It w- there was just a lot of talk about Instagram. And for someone who says she hates Instagram and thinks Mark's on it too much, it sounds like Lindsay was on Instagram a lot, DMing people and sending messages around. It was yeah. very awkward. And policing uh, Mark. Uh, very stringently, it sounds like. But yeah, I don't I don't buy I don't I just my gut tells me that, okay, Mark the Shark is sweet, sweet kid, but he doesn't fit that cowboy persona that Alyssa so deserves, says her, you know, I mean, that's not <laughs> if anything, if anything, Mark is just such a nice guy, like nice to a fault where he probably did check in on her and she was like, oh, hey, yeah, thanks, you know. Because he was probably realizing he lives with a fucking bully, so he might as well check in, check in on some of her other victims or something. Yeah, I mean, that it doesn't surprise me that they all message each other and that they're all in touch. And Katina said she saw the messages. I don't believe for a second that Alyssa and Mock the Shock were sexy Instagramming at all. No, no. So that we know. And um, there was just a lot of weirdness where Lindsay said... Um, that Alyssa talks about her all the time and Jasmina and Katina were like, she really doesn't. And yeah. I do believe them because they don't have any reason to. Well, they've shown that they don't need to tell anything other than, tr- than the truth. You know what I mean? Like when they, like you said, when the, um, they're like, yeah, no, Lindsay doesn't talk about you. But then the conflict on the ride to the airport that was talked about after filming after party. And I think in that, Jasmina stands up for her friends and was like, please don't talk about her. She's not here. You know, I mean, you know that that actually happened. Well, and the best part was so when they talked about that, they basically said they got into she was shit talking Alyssa. And then at one point, Lindsay said, you can get out of the car or something because she said Jasmina was, quote unquote, yelling at her, which Noy uh, said that was not true. And Jasmina mm-hmm. said that's not true. Um, But it was so fucking funny. So she goes. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did say to me, when Alyssa talks about you, I tell her to stop. So you have to stop talking about Alyssa. And because she was still trying to get that narrative in that Alyssa talks about her all the time. And Jasmina was like, I didn't. That didn't come out of my mouth. Just what is wrong with you? Yeah. And like, let's be honest. I don't if Alyssa's not talking about Alyssa. I don't think there's a lot of other chit chat going on. You know, that's a really good point. Um that should actually just go ahead and settle that right there. If she doesn't <laughs> yeah. have anything to say about you because it doesn't involve her. Yeah. She'd be bored to tears. No interest. That's how she felt about Chris. You know, she didn't, she hasn't spoken his name since the wedding day. Well, and they also, the tattoo gate thing came up that Lindsay brought up oh. on the after party saying, Oh no, she switched it to an Eagle because Steve had a lion tattoo. And again, it just, it all made me want to, put my head through a wall. Punch that a entire com- yeah, that yeah. entire conversation mm-hmm. was just painful. But at the end of the day, Noy said, I believe that Lindsay heard that it was what she thinks it was. And I believe Alyssa that it was always what she said it was. And also it was just weird at the beginning. And I, but it wasn't mad at anyone and I don't care. Although I do see Noy as someone who would be like, oh my God, was he meant for someone else just for a second? Because she's a little oh. bit immature. She's matured, but I could see her doing that. Oh, are you kidding me? I could see that a million percent. Yeah. I mean, obviously it didn't, it didn't, you know, hold any water or anything, but 
it definitely ruined an evening. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it ruined an evening for me. I can only imagine if it was my <laughs> new husband with the tattoo. So, well, especially when she said, Jasmina said something about Lindsay messaged them on Instagram about it and then told Noy to go check her messages right in front of Alyssa. I, I just, again, for someone who says she hates Instagram, sounds like she was on there a lot, stirring shit up as much as she could. Yeah. It's like it's like a fucked up game of telephone with these people. Like when we, you know, it's like they're con- just come out and say something if you have something to say. It just I, I honestly don't even feel like I truly have an understanding of whether or not it was the tiger or the eagle or, you know, I, I, and I don't give a shit. It's taken too long for me to to find out. Yes. I hope that it was just a tiger eagle mix or a lion <laughs> eagle mix. A liger. Or yeah, yeah. Illegal. Yeah, illegal. I think they legals. Yeah. I'm going to um, call them legals. There was, they all kind of talked about what each other needs. And there was basically Lindsay saying that Jasmina needs a good family man with a kind heart, which kind of sounds like Michael. Um, uh-huh. And that um, Katina said that Alyssa needs a cowboy type. Okay, the cowboy thing, I'm getting real tired of hearing, but it was her initial package that, was her initial package her running around on four-wheelers and shooting guns? Because she said, I love to ride horses, shoot guns, blah, 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 love the country lifestyle. She lives in Boston. Not that there can't be a country lifestyle in Boston. I just, I don't, was this what she always said or was this made up halfway through when she decided she didn't like Chris? I feel like, and again, we're not going to go check our work. And if we're wrong, don't even tell us because we don't give a shit enough. I think that maybe why Sarah on a horse or with a horse if we're stretching it. But that's it. I think she loves cowboy boots. They're very cute. They've been back in style now for a while. I mean, you can wear them with anything she wore with her wedding dress. I think she's into that whole thing. And it's literally became, uh, you know, highlighted when it was the opposite of Chris. So I think she glommed on to that. That's what it. That's what right. That's what I'm she did wear myself. cowboy boots at the wedding. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've blocked. There's. It was so long ago because they. This season has been on since seven years, 2015. So yeah. I couldn't remember, but that's right. It's just okay. I, again, when we saw her with the experts, it's they were pretty adamant that they gave her what she wanted, which we'll get to. Oh my god! But this really was kind of like. We I needed to see some of these interactions, but yeah, we'll get to that. Um, well, then the men. Did you have anything yeah, else with that? Kev, no, not with the girls. Then Kevin, the guys. Um, I thought it was telling that it came when when Kev was talking to the guys that it came out that that Lindsay spit on his shirt the last time they had a blowout. I was like, uh, yeah, that's that's like more than that's it's fucked like, up. Well, it's like it's fucked up. It's humiliation. It's like a tr- it's like horror. It's the lowest of the low, you know, that you would ever do to somebody. Yeah, I don't. He said he used to shake and he was frightened of her. And I I, I do believe him. I know that at the end she tried to make it seem that he was making that up. I, I of all things that mock the shock is and as much as we might think he's a loving guy, a fun guy, <laughs> um, a nice guy. Again, maybe not a lot of salt, a lot of pepper, but we like him. He's a nice guy. I don't think he's a fucking method actor. No, I I don't think he can turn the waterworks on uh, the way he does. I mean, then they show the montage of all the train wreck things he's gone through. And it's like, listen, can you leave out the the dead cat? 
I mean, that I know, had me he teared was, up. Like, stop it, guys. I, I mean, don't like now you guys are bullying him with, <laughs> with the worst memories <laughs> of the last year, just constantly on a big screen in front of him. I know. I didn't like watching him cry, thinking about no. his cat dying. And um, he said it was he said, look, I think she has good intentions. It's tough to be paired with someone who triggers a lot. And yeah. I thought what Michael said it best. And it's something that I think we have all said, everyone in our group, by the way, are you my podcasters? Facebook group, very active, very also, lively. Are you my podcast on Instagram? Follow us. We have fun stuff. Um, Michael says, Hey, the low blows don't get canceled out just because she canceled out just because she did some good things, helping him with the cat, helping him with the bed bugs, whatever. Right. Um, right. And and Steve said that you know, she's better off. He, or he's yeah. better off. When the, he came out, her. when he came out and said that, I was like, that's really. And then we sort of see, you know, that Steve has more of a, a distaste for Lindsay than I you know, even earlier imagined or whatever. But um, yeah, just coming out saying, yeah, he's better off. And I think that there's no truer statement that was said tonight. You know, whatever you think of him, whatever you think of her, he's absolutely better off without her. Yeah. And they showed the good person montage of Alyssa. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to see the guys go, well, we didn't. And this is what we all know by watching the show. Obviously, we know that they didn't hear a lot of the stuff until it aired, but they they all thought she was oh, probably nice enough on the surface. Yeah. And then yeah. they watched the show and, oh my God, I didn't realize she said all of this stuff. And I think that would be the heart. I mean, that has to be the hardest part, right? Of almost any of the, these reality shows where we're all watching it all at once in the behind the scene, you know, the backstabbing, but to, form relationships as a cast member with people and then you're like oh that you know i thought we got along pretty well and then you sit down to watch and you see some of the horrible shit people say about each other that's gotta that's fucking traumatic yeah and uh, even when they were talking about uh, elijah wan's demands on a wife and steve you know we saw last week we feel like he learned a lot it really sounded like it and that did continue into this week i was waiting because as I we know. know with this show, I was waiting for the shoe to drop and someone him to just say something awful. Um, he's he stayed consistent with how he was last week, and I and Steve said he believes they you know, he's learned a lot. And it was funny that Michael said he calls him up and he's like, "Holy shit, my wife makes like lobster." <laughs> he's like he's like i just thought she was gonna learn to i don't know cook up some chicken and she's just fucking you know katina's just dropping the hammer like oh you think i couldn't do this oh Here you go. she's Bye. like bare, barefoot contest to this bitch she's probably she's gonna probably become like a world-renowned chef or something because he he questioned it that she couldn't <laughs> cook and i i would love that for her but no i mean i i don't know that we didn't get a ton from them with the guys. I think next when they talk to the, when the experts come out, I was, um, well, number one, were, were, did you have anything else with the guys? No, I just thought it was good that Mark said that he thought Michael probably overthought things. He, yeah. cared, about, he cared about doing the right thing, but it does cause you to overthink. And I completely agree that both Jasmine and Michael overthought their entire marriage from day one. So it was good to sort of have that pointed out. He said, yeah. next, you know, next time, maybe just relax a little. But also next time you won't have cameras on you on a reality show with a stranger. So maybe it might be easier to relax. 
Yeah. Yeah. That might play a, a, a part. I mean, I, you know, Mark verbalized that really well. Like I was, I was, I don't know. It, I'm still torn up about them a little bit, but I mean, I'll get over it. I just, will you? I don't know. No, probably not. Well, you know, I had a real thing for them as a couple. Um, you know, just, just they're, they're good looking people. But anyway, moving on. Um, the experts, uh, holy sparkles, Viv. I mean, we're in a disco ball. Boy, I, it just all, it just, I mean, beautiful she lady. She came in like a disco ball. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. It was, it felt like it was a very Elvis vibe and I was, I was loving it for her. Um, I just, uh, I, did you walk away? I walked away and I want to know what you think. Um, with a entirely sort of different rejuvenated respect for Viv after uh, this little expert thing. Yes. Yes. I did. Okay. Because I think that I never knew her to really sort of speak up for, you know, or really stand her ground. And it was funny how, especially when it came to Lindsay, that, uh, which we'll talk more about that when they talk to them one off, but she really stood up for what she thought, even if Pepper and Kale didn't. Right. That's true. I was, I have strong feelings about their lack of conviction on a couple things. And some, in some places, good. In other places, big failure, in my opinion. They basically were surprised. They, she, I think they said that Alyssa and Chris were the biggest surprise, of course, because they didn't last um, at all. And then, but the biggest surprise for Pepper at first was Lindsay and Mark. She didn't expect him to be so combustible. I'm like, I, I don't know who Lindsay acted like when they interviewed her, but okay. Yeah. Um, I guess they, I think they said it was just Chris. They were just shocked. Alyssa didn't see anything good in Chris. And that is what they basically talked to her about. Yeah. Cause they said Chris was exactly who they thought he was. So it's not, you know, it's not like he was the, you know, variable or whatever. So they had no, you know, apologies for her or whatever. I, and I thought it was funny too. So Kev tell Kev, tells the experts that um Elijah one sees the error in his ways and they're like, oh thank God. Like that made them so happy. That was really that I mean it, I would I don't know why they don't tune in out back in the green room or something. But yeah, they were very relieved to hear that oh is uh you know he's growing and seeing. Yeah. And they they thought Steve was very insightful, which is very true. He uses um a very a good tone, even though as Sriracha said last week, it could kind of come off as condescending at times. But Kev said so they talked about the not living together thing yeah. with Steve and Noy. And of course they showed the clip of Pep saying that she lives separately from her husband. They talk about it at bombshell. It was funny. <laughs> um Pepper's like, I didn't know it was a bombshell, but also she continued with also this wasn't our first marriage. Also, we already raised our kids. So it works yeah. for us because she said, we go back and forth and I'm still excited when I see him. And I'm like, yeah, because you see him once a month <laughs> um, <laughs> when you can't reach the top shelf. And you need him to come over. <laughs> I like the idea that he's just her human step stool. Yeah, he like I bet it's like he just needs to be needed. So he won't allow for any like step stool type, like sturdy short chairs or anything. If she needs anything, she still depends on him is the point. Yeah, well. So there was a lot of discussion about Steve and Noy not living together. And obviously Viv Pep said there are early just Viv Pep and Viv Pep. Cal. Cal. Yeah. yeah. Nobody with more than three letters now. Mm -hmm. um, she said Pepper was like, they're in an earlier relationship. Obviously they need to 
to live together, to get to know each other. Viv said she's concerned, doesn't think it's good. New marriage needs more time and opportunity. It might make Steve feel insecure for them not to live together. But it did feel like Steve and Noi made it seem as if they're together most of the time. Right. Yeah. I thought they said like six nights a week or something. Right. I mean, unless I'm making that up. But no, I think it doesn't seem like they're, you know, like, you know, they see each other at the supermarket. I mean, it seems like they're living (laughs) a married life. I get it. There's a security blanket to her to have her studio. Or yeah. yeah. And I don't know that that's I don't think that you should necessarily keep a security blanket. But at the same time, if she needs two and it works for him and it's not bothering him, I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just a matter of like they don't have anything else to talk about with these two. Like, no offense. Nice, nice cats. Noy and Steve. Good people. You know, I'd I'd walk up to them, not avoid them. They seem like a nice couple, but there's just nothing else to talk about. So I think they're just hammering in on this. Right. Or maybe it is a bigger problem than we know. And well, who knows? Um, Well, then, you know, then we will sink our teeth into it when we do when we do uncover (laughs) that that's the truth. But for now, I think they're just, you know, when we open up their Instagrams and she's uh, posting all the time. When you live separately with someone, it's because (laughs) I don't know, just some fucking (laughs) nonsense that she posts. Two two homes make a right or some weird shit. Or I don't know that I was trying too hard there, too. We, we'll come. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. So Jasmina and Michael came out. They sat with the experts. This was also a conversation that made me want to put my head through a wall, as most of theirs are when they just tell two different stories. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial at this point. I, they just Except say nobody's shit on somebody's bed. Hopefully. No. No, No. (laughs) uh, but it's just very different. You just hear two different things and it's whiplash. I don't know. I think they both think they're telling the right story. I just think that both of them have some kind of tunnel vision about what they wanted or expected from the other. I, I don't know. You're right, though. It is that a lot of people come from a different perspective within, like, say, Mark and my Mark and I have a fight or something. at least we're talking about the same thing. It's not that far off. When these two talk about it, like you said, it's like they were in different rooms, different cities. You know, everything is different. They just, it's very far removed. I mean, she made it sound like the blow up was about she needed to use his laptop and then he didn't have it when she needed it. Even Viv was like, she was like, hey, I don't know if you guys saw me. I'm dressed like a fucking disco ball. But quick question. (laughs) Um, that can't be what led to a divorce, she said. And <laughs> exactly, it, it, it no, there. I, 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 what, I'm surprised that she didn't bring in like an Apple Store receipt at this point. It was so the conversation made no sense. And of course, he said that was ridiculous and not why I wanted a divorce. He felt he wasn't getting anything from her. She said that he, she texted him a lot again. He only came over. Once he thinks he put more effort then than she did, then he start. I guess she he started to interrupt her, and she says, "Do not interrupt me, or I'm not done, or whatever." He says, "Sorry, like sorry, more like a sorry, not sorry, yeah. emotional." No, he said it like scared, like oh shit, oh, did I, did, I didn't interrupt <laughs> someone again, did I? Yeah, I think he's real scared of ever interrupting anyone again for the rest of his life. So it just it was it was just confusing cal basically said that you both had needs not being realized you thought you were doing enough communication perception was off and that's all 
I'm glad he said that because my perception, I have no idea what happened. It wasn't making any sense to me. No, I need, I mean, if, if, if a, a laptop really did cause a divorce, it's usually because of what somebody found on it or in it. You know what I mean? Right. Not because yeah. somebody didn't drop it off for them to use at the WeWork or whatever. I, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me. I think Cal uh, looks at them longingly the way I do, like just, <laughs> just wishing and hoping, you know, because Cal's like, you could have been a power couple. And then jazz, jazz basically was just like not interested. And that, that's gotta, that's gotta sting a little bit. I mean, we don't know what happened, who started what fight, who said what, but she's, she's done. She is. And you could see the three of them, the, the, the three of them looked at the, uh, them the way I imagine you do at your television. Every time they're on, they looked so yeah, like, Oh, but what if you guys go back to data and Jasmine to shut that down? I, I got from the the end of it with them, my takeaway was, oh, I think Michael might re- really be into her. Yeah, and that he was what I took away, too. really rejected, and he just said, fucking forget it. She, she's just not into me, and he just felt really rejected and shut down. That's what I... I didn't always think that. I thought they were kind of in the same place, but I, my something in my brain switched tonight. I was like, oh, this guy... The reason he shut down apparently after they didn't move in together after getting married and she was just texting him is he was just like he still felt rejected even though they said yes. I, I agree with you a million percent. I think that he that's what I feel too, or that's what that was what it feels like to me. And I think that, you know, rejection eventually will just turn to like you turn it back on them like fuck you, he's done. You know, and he's he seems a little angrier than I remember or just like not angry, but like um, just done. Like he's not, you know, he's not he doesn't give a shit. I, he's just I didn't through. get anger. I got defeated. I felt. Did you? Felt, yeah, that's what I got from him. Just my personal um, Sarah yeah. Colonna expert take was yeah. that he just seemed defeated by it all. Yeah. And I guess what I maybe more than anger, I mean, like frustrated and just like enough to quit. You know, just like done. But but that's also kind of a, a defeated angle. I mean, listen, we could talk about it all day. I don't think he ever there was no D in the V, right? And that's No, they I don't even think they held hands. So Yeah, I mean again, I think that that has to that's gonna weigh on you, you know, eventually. I mean, there's a l I don't know. I the one the ones who wait too long, I honestly, I'm no I'm no Viv or any of them, but I think that has a lot to do with it. If you wait forever, just, just it's like jump in the cold water. It quick. Katina Elijah, Katina Elijah Wan waited, and others seemed to be doing really good. Well, I guarantee you, though. Again, he was gripping her like a bowling ball. He was showing her his dick in the shower. Jasmine and Michael weren't even, you know, oh. sitting on the same side of a table if they were at a double date. Wait, I want to give. Oh, I don't have my phone next to me, so I can't pull up my Instagram and see. But one of our followers, one of our listeners, yes, ugh, I want to say her name so that I give her credit for it, but I don't have it with me. Um, she said the funniest thing to us on Instagram. I will find. I will. You know what I'll do is uh, after this episode on Thursday when this comes out, I will find it and at least and I'll give her name a shout out. So so because I want her to have credit because it was a funny joke. She's like, do you think the nightly ritual that they talked about last week? was just Katina reading recipes to Elijah Wan. And I thought that was so funny. It really made me LOL. I was like, that's a good joke. So, uh, I- 
might not. It might not be far off. There might have been like maybe some no pants, you know, dance. But there were recipes read that would make a lot of sense. That is. He's funny. like read. He's like read that chicken parm recipe to me again. I gotta try to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then Alyssa and Chris sat down with the experts. Look. Pepper says what we all felt. We felt we gave you a terrific husband. I don't understand why you thought he it was such a failure in so many ways. She said he was such a failure, which was true. She basically called him a failure. Um, and she says, we matched you up on lists you, you both gave us. Now, of course, Alyssa says, I'm happy to explain how I felt about it. I respectfully disagree. My <laughs> lists don't align with Chris. Well, mm-hmm. Viv came with receipts. As the I mean, say. and that was where I was just like, I don't know. Viv had a little salt and pepper. Maybe when you feel like a disco ball, you're going to give off a little something different than you normally do. And that's what I felt Viv did tonight. She, If it takes that for her to come to life, I, I, I want her to wear sequins and sparkles every all day, all the time. Because when she was in that yellow Flintstones outfit for, no. for six months in the last season, she wasn't offering this kind of insight. No. And tonight that, I needed yeah. what she was given. I, I was picking up what she was putting down. Putting down. No. Yeah. That yellow number was she was meant to <laughs> want to hide. You know what I mean? That was made for hiding and being meek and not tonight. No, no. She, she came was, out and she yeah. said, well, you said you wanted funny, hardworking, compassionate, loyal, giving. And of course, Alyssa goes, well, I, I saw no loyalty. What? I, even Viv's face. When would when, when did he have the chance to show you loyalty? Oh God! He, and he do, was he tried. He's put up with your shit for at least five days or however long it was. You know, honestly, I I almost feel sorry for Alyssa because she just looks stupid. Because at one point, when she says, when Kale goes. Well, oh, so she says to Viv tonight, and it was just gross, and we saw it on the previews where she starts crying, and she's like, I came out here because I was told I was not going to be attacked, and I'm feeling attacked, and like, it's shut up. And then Cal asked, and that's when Viv was like, oh, I just asked you a question. Yeah, I'm just truly just you know, asked you a question. It's yeah. just a question. The part that made my ass cheeks just literally clench up to Charlie horse level was when Cal asked her what her core values are. And the and she says, I don't want to get into those specifics. The point is, she doesn't even she couldn't define a core value. She's just somebody gave her talking points to help her say things so she didn't look as much like an asshole about why she didn't like Chris. She has no idea. No, she has idea. no idea what his core values are. She, she, she doesn't has know never... what hers are, Sarah. No, exactly. The, and to say, so if you're going to fucking die on that hill and scream something about core values, core values, core values, which you said a million times, you better say at least one. Yeah, that is way different than him. And if it's a political thing and you're embarrassed to say it, just fucking say it, because whatever it is, I, like you're you're just digging your hole deeper by saying, well, I don't want to get into it. You know what? You know why he doesn't know what your core values are? Because you don't know what they are. She doesn't you've know never what they spoke. are. So how could you to ever, you've never had a conversation about them. Do you know it's clearly how upsetting it was for her after this reunion episode tonight or after they filmed the reunion when she went home and looked up core values and didn't found, find like cowboys and perfect teeth? She like she's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't say my core values. That would have yeah, been my, embarrassing. My core value is shooting guns and riding horses. Oh, okay, what's well, a? Yeah. I mean, that's a hobby, you dumb bitch. 
<laughs> but I, it, she just really doesn't. Which, by the it's, way, I enjoy riding horses too. I don't shoot guns only because I'm scared of them. But um, whatever, it, whatever she wants to do for fun, and the fact that she, I, I know immediately she said like they don't like to do the same things. Maybe he thinks shooting guns is as dumb as she thinks disc golf is, or whatever, you know. And so then you just don't have to do them together. You can go do them separately. And I, I almost feel like you're even giving her even a little bit too much credit because I, if, if it was some guy who looked like, I don't know, one of the Hems, Hems, Helmsworth, Hemsworth, those actors, those handsome yeah, actors. Those guys. If somebody, those, I never know how to say it. But anyway, if, if some like hot ass guy that she was physically attracted to, he could be into, you know, chess, disc golf, and, you know, jewelry making, she wouldn't give two shits. It had no, nothing to do with anything. It was solely based on she was repulsed. She was just not attracted to him. Well, and that's what, and, 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 and Pepper said, we didn't know that you had such a narrow vision and a narrow template, or we would never have matched you because we try to avoid that. Uh, we, we, you wrote down these five things, which by the way, if, if she, all she said was, and I'm not saying it's not, but if all she said was funny, hardworking, compassionate, loyal, and giving, I, that's what anybody would write down. So right. she obviously was just bullshitting. Phoning it or, in. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's kind of what Pepper was like. If you were, if you were really more, way more specific than that, then, because um, nobody's like, I want some guy who's like not funny at all, who's like really lazy, not compassionate. Yeah real disloyal and like real stingy. Nobody asked for that. So the five things that she listed are pretty fucking basic. You know what it is? The five things she listed are like when you you watch um, Wheel of Fortune and the people kept asking for the same letters for the final clue so much that they give them to you. Yes. So that's what compassionate, funny, giving, hardworking and loyal are like those that goes. Those are the R-S-T-L-N-E, whatever the fuck. And then you pick R M. You and then the crowd goes, Ooh, what a daredevil. But the point is, she didn't even have a fucking opinion. She had no idea of what she wanted except what was in her head and what her psychic told her she deserves. Jerk off motion. Yeah. And it's what they, and, and as, and Pepper had such a good point. She said, If we'd have known it's so narrow, we wouldn't have done this because, um, and I really liked that Viv sparkled up, said, <laughs> You can't judge people like that it's bad for you it's a bad look and it's bad for you on yes. the inside and Alyssa then of course did her but I really am a good person I'm really uh, things. I'll be they selling mean, merch afterwards out in the hallway she, she kept touching her face with her nap her little tissue and I was like I hope that I hope that we just see a big tanning streak at one point oh. I hope it just comes off because that fuck that spray tan is it was a tough I don't know if she tough. got you're, you're supposed to rinse once at least. I don't know if she got the memo. <laughs> I don't think so. I know we talked about that last week, but no, I know. Um I mean ugh. Well, I did you know what I really appreciated after she did the I I'm a good person cry, blot my face thing, is mm. Pepper said, Chris, how do you feel? How are you? Yeah. He's a good dude, man. I mean, I just give him so much credit for not just like taking his thumb and pointing at her and going, do you see what you guys fucking put me through? <laughs> I mean, I really give him credit. Well, not only do I give him credit, but this is Alyssa is just so clueless about her own behavior that she doesn't realize until maybe this aired that 
his composure just, it just keeps making her look worse because just like she said about, um, she wasn't put in a good light and, and Pepper was like, it's all these passive things with you. We, we didn't put words in your mouth. You said the things that you said. Right. And I was so glad she said that. And because I understand it's edited. I understand that it's reality TV. I get all that. But there, the moments that we saw her off camera, not knowing she was being recorded, that we saw it. It was her herself. You can't edit that stuff. That's not, you know, editing usually pieces together stuff or cuts out stuff that's important. None of that was edited. I mean, they basically try to give her nice advice and say, your list is a little too long and maybe you could find someone. And of course she's like, I will find my person. I have no doubt. Um, I liked that Chris said, I, I just felt kind of dumb and I didn't have anywhere to put the energy I had. That was, that that was original excitement about this whole process in marriage. Um, But he did say, but I don't feel heartbreak because we never got there, which is obvious. Of course. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure at this point he thinks she's just a turd of a human. But he is so calm and whoever he talks to or that's probably just his natural sort of way of carrying himself, it seems, which just all, by the way, is the five things that she listed. Compassion, which he's showing her, um, (laughs) uh, loyalty, all that stuff. So she if she just had an ounce of awareness, she would be able to come across so much better. Oh yeah. I mean it's it it feels like it's almost like diagnosable her lack of self-awareness. And you know what, honestly, good good for him that she sort of did all the heavy lifting to make herself look like a piece of shit in this situation cuz he didn't have to like you said. I don't think he would, but he didn't have to. He didn't have to do anything. She just I don't think he would. I don't think he no. would. I just and that's I, that's what I mean is like I, the, the more she pitied herself, the, the worse she looked, because the more he was just like, yeah, I don't I mean, <laughs> fun ride. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried about him. Lindsay no. and Mark come with the experts. Now, look, this if she said three family home one more time, I mean, what, what, what's the why the three family home thing? Why does she keep saying three family home? As I don't understand. I, I, what's like, the I fucking always, difference? I was like waiting for her to like show some a picture of her carrying like a full length couch on her back or so. I mean, she talked about it like I don't know. She she's just she's ridiculous, and and she's another one. It's almost very similar to Alyssa. You've said this before, where it's like they're very similar and they don't get along, but it's because they both sort of do a very similar thing of of making themselves look like assholes. Yes, they're they're very similar and I we might have mentioned that last week if we didn't I meant to and that the that of course they spar with each other because they now I Viv says that uh Mark and Lindsay are similar and whatever the things they don't like about each other is things they see in themselves. I 100% disagree with her. This is where she was very wrong to me and this entire situation they were again too soft on Lindsay in my opinion other than Viv telling her Viv and Viv wasn't but I just I really feel like Mark's complete clear trauma and and how upset he gets and how and and he and, and he can't scream from the mountaintops anymore that he was bullied then yeah. and, and and nobody seeming to really 
care that much about it. It's really frustrating. It's like, are we are we missing something? I mean, even to the point, and I don't think we are, uh, the point when like Kale was like really leaning in saying like you that you both ruined the marriage. Like he kept and I honestly, I think that they're of everybody except for Viv is afraid of Lindsay. I think Kale is is afraid of Lindsay a little bit. The way he never truly stood up and and told her what she needed to hear the way he did with Elijah Wan. And I think Pepper, the same thing. Pepper never Pepper. It's almost like I feel like uh, Lindsay would get buddy buddy with Pepper. She'd basically like scoop her up, give her a hug and just like she kissed their asses or something and they fell for it. But not Viv. Yeah, they they tiptoe around it. You, Pep says when you're hurt, your response is in anger and you're so bright. So when you do it, it really is effective. And it's just you don't have to compliment her. Yeah, you like, can just tell yes. her she's super mean. Because yeah. I don't think screaming he has small balls and can't make me come is super bright. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so, oh, it's, it's she sounds so like an bright. insult comic. She doesn't yeah, yeah. sound like a fucking genius. Yeah. But it was kind of, okay, so back to the beginning of them, they basically talked about how did it fall apart. At, well, I was his three-family home. <laughs> Something about his three-family home. <laughs> and then when she told this. <laughs> story that she wanted to be done by her birthday and instead he gave her an IOU <laughs> oh an my IOU God. for a massage and dinner which uh, listen you know I love a mock the shock but come on bud we don't write out coupons oh I owe I give those what I give to my dad for Father's Day when I was like five years old I owe you one hug daddy I mean you don't <laughs> fucking give an IOU for a massage and dinner to your wife and then six and then she said for six weeks later she asked to cash in the IOU and he was like, ah, it's too long ago. Expired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30 days, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I, he probably, I bet you he, I bet you he said it from behind a locked door, though. <laughs> <laughs> bet he did. He was like, no, I'm sorry, cat. It's too old. Please leave. No, oh. nothing to see here. It didn't, that whole story didn't quite make sense. Uh, basically, he said, and we talked about this a little bit last week. He's like, yeah, we no, we were getting the house ready for her standards. The reason that we were redoing everything was because she wanted to. And I felt he, he was very authentic and almost like pleading with, with the experts and the audience or, you know, people watching like, yeah, I, w- I was I was trying to get to where she was to keep her happy. And when he said he said too many threats were made in the house and it ruined it for him. And then she was complaining that he had to go to work and have split shifts. She didn't like, was yeah. it, wasn't she calling him lazy and now he's working split shifts and now that's too much work or something? Yeah. And then she's like, she said that, oh, he kicked her out of the house, whatever. And Mark was like, he was so upset. He's like, I'm not someone who would ever like put someone out on the street. You know, like you're talking shit, lady. And it, it's so obvious. It does seem really obvious. And it, it, they're... They got into Jasmine and Michael area a little bit with that story because no- nothing was I wasn't really following it, to be honest, except uh, I just know there's a three family home. I don't know if you heard that, oh, but yeah. that got yeah, that got remodeled. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then that's oh. when Cal Cal said they both destroyed this and Mark uh, repeated it. This is the worst I've been bullied in my life. Now, you know what else he said? He said it was too threatening. Nobody likes threatening. Sarah, it's scary. It is scary. And it they don't seem to be at all responsive to that. It's so crazy. 
he he was like he got so upset and and Pep said I'm so sorry you know maybe you're holding things back from her in a conscious way this person that needed accolades and it's like or maybe he just was shut down because she was screaming at him all the time she spit on him I mean what I the fuck I know so, so he when he got upset and he said he hates reliving this and Lindsay rolls her eyes and Cal was like he's not that's when Viv tried to stop him, stop her. She because Cal's like, "How do you feel, Lindsay?" And Viv was like, "No, no, no, trying to stop you from being super mean here. I'm gonna. I don't think. Don't say if I'm being honest because whatever. When you say if I'm being honest, the things that come out of your mouth are just pure venom." <laughs> when Lindsay said, "Viv, you've cut me off one too many times," <laughs> I was like literally ready to just turn off the TV and just be done with the show. She's terrifying. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I get it. You're team Mark. That's the thing is that every time he talked about this immediately, every time she was always done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And, and, and saying scream, you know, saying mean things. And then of course, Cal's like, she, he's not a crybaby. You can't make him feel bad for having an emotional side. And then basically that's when she accused him of faking it as if he's, I mean, Brad Pitt, I can't think of another actor right now. And just, uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he's not, uh, whether or not he had any part, it's not that he had no part in their marriage not working. I get it. But he is the, he was the one that felt threat, threatened, 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 threatening. He was getting threatened was all yeah. the time. Yeah. And, and when Lindsay, you know, okay, yeah, Viv, your team Mark, blah, blah, blah. And then Kale, he says, he's like, listen, I understand you've, you've lost respect and value, but you, you can't lose empathy. And she goes, even for people you don't respect? Like, what a twat. Do it. Come on. Say it, say okay, it the wait. way she said it. Even for people you don't respect. <laughs> and then, you know who doesn't have empathy? Nobody does it better than you. It makes me so happy. And when I, it's uh. like. I'm just because I'm literally no, you're not. No, you do it. You do it better than I do. I just I probably sneak as many sigs on the weekends (laughs) as Lindsay that that that, that, the Lindsay in my head. Anyway, again, we don't know. I just suspect. But anyway, um, but when she's yeah, like even for people you don't respect. And and I thought, you know, you know who else doesn't feel empathy, who can't feel empathy? Sociopaths. I think she's a fucking sociopath. I mean, for her to to make that sweet boy man cry is just awful, especially when she can stand there and list all the hardships he's had to go through in the last six months and still just keep jabbing him and jabbing him and demeaning him. And constantly, just like last week when he said she was a bully to Kev when they were sitting there together and she stared him down and went. Which is I I talked oh, about it last week. I put yes. the clip on Instagram in our Instagram stories because it was terrifying. Like that is she she's dare she wants to be dared to oh, yeah. continue to bully and nobody calls her out on that. I just feel I don't understand the kid gloves handling from the experts uh, other than a little bit with Viv who is just basically saying okay pump the brakes I'm being mean and then even I'm skipping ahead but it doesn't matter because that was kind no. of all they showed with that yeah was when they were all with the group. And they finally, thank you, showed the bowling alley footage so that yes. we could see her have to react to it. She was laughing. I know. When they showed her little 
asshole face in the corner in the box. She was laughing. The words to that fucking idiot. I hate him. Pathetic loser. That's not. It's almost I don't even know. I just it enrages me. Have you ever been around somebody in your life? I'll say it for myself. I've been around someone that maybe I thought was a pathetic loser or maybe someone that I thought was, uh, you know, a, a big asshole or had small balls. You don't have to say it. You don't have to say it on fucking national television. And just because you are a loud, obnoxious personality and, it, and anybody who's like, well, that's just me, you know, you either love me or hate me. No, you're a fucking asshole. Get it together. Behave like a human being. Remember that the person next to you has feelings. She sucks. She does suck. And I'm pretty sure, by the way, I rewound it a couple times when she was screaming about his roach infected apartment. I'm pretty sure she said roast infected. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rewound it a couple times. I know she was hammered when she was screaming it, but I'm roast, pretty sure she said roast, roast infected, infected apartment. I, like, I, love, I love a roast infected apartment. I'll I love a pot roast. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but it was, I just, it's psychotic that she was laughing when she said it. And then, of course, this is she's I probably could have used kinder words and and Kev kept pressing her. Are you working? <laughs> Are you working on that? Are you working on that? And she and, and finally, I think she kind of said Mark said it best. He said, I, I, I just think it's sad that she can see that and not feel bad about how she spoke. Like, that's no. sad to me. And that's a good point. No, and not to do the Lindsay voice again, but I had some of that thing where she's like, I hate him. He's a pathetic loser. The least he could do is make me come. All I need is an orgasm. Where are my smokes? <laughs> she didn't say the last part, but it would have been funny <laughs> if she did. <laughs> I won't ever forget that because I'm not laughing at what she said because it was terrible. But the producer was like, oh. <laughs> yeah 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 like oh yeah like blushing these producers have seen everything too that startled them exactly if you still are shocking a, produ a producer on married at first sight uh or any kind of reality tv then you should really go home and rethink your game plan because you said something <laughs> real jarring you know what was also heartbreaking is tonight what when Lindsay says, you know, sorry for hurting your feelings, whatever. And they keep sort of checking in with Mark. And he just he literally can't say anything other than I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He just wants to get away from her. He wants yeah. to get away from the situation. It's horrible. And he just needs an exit, guys. And it's it's. Ugh. And that's and it's what he said uh, to the experts when he got up. So he's like, I just I don't like reliving it, reliving it. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like reliving it. Sarah. And I did think it was interesting when, oh, Elijah Wan stepped in when oh, she refused yes. to apologize and she was on the spot because she's probably just never someone who obviously doesn't know how to take accountability and take feedback, even though she claims she loves that at the beginning of this episode. Um, I, I liked it. I saw, oh, going, this is what we were talking about. This is your chance. This is accountability. This is what we talk about. And she gave him kind of an apology, I guess. I hurt. Uh, sorry that I hurt your feelings, which is always to me a little bit of a cop it's out. It's like a sorry, not sorry. Totally. Yeah. It's I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, uh, even though when I was saying all that stuff, because she kept saying, well, I wasn't saying it to him. I was just venting. And it's like, we were venting to people, like yeah. people that were involved with him. You were humiliating him to other people. If I went and said that kind of shit about my husband, to people that we were had in common, it's just as disrespectful as saying it to his face at that point. It's worse. Honestly, right. I believe it's worse. Yeah. I mean, and that when Elijah Wan 
was pleading with Lindsay and said, as your friend, I thought that was so heavy. And, and, you know, you said that before, like, not that nobody holds her accountable, but nobody has the balls to actually stand, like stand up to her and say, you're wrong right now, or what you're doing is not the right thing. Elijah one is the only one who's done that this whole season. And it was tonight. No one else has ever done that and said, you know, the experts give their opinion and say, like you said, Dr. Pepper, like, oh, you know, you say mean things, but you're just so bright. They tiptoe. And Elijah one's probably the only true friend that Lindsay's ever had because she's she probably does not have people in her life that will say, you know what, you're fucking up here. Even her, her dad and her brother are like, they're like, oh, this is who she is. Watch out. Run away. It's tough. Yeah. But nobody tells her. Like you're what you're you need to fix this. And I thought that was huge. I thought it was, too. In fact, and then when Steve followed it up with Mark, is there anything else you need an apology for? Which made me feel like yes. Steve knows some, he knew something else. There was something yes. else there. He knew something else that she had done or said that really hurt Mark. So it's it's just further proof that when Mark says how he felt that his truth is that he felt bullied because clearly these guys all know that. Because oh. they were, you could tell the way they were, they had his back and they were like, is there, I, I felt like there was something else for sure. Oh, it was the spit thing. I think it was, I think that's oh. what it was is because then Kevin asked about the spitting on their, th- on him thing. Um, maybe that's what Steve was referring to because that came right after, right? Well, yeah. Or I thought that's what O was getting her to apologize for was the spitting thing because she said she didn't. No, that was the. I thought that was the rant. May I don't know. Oh Who shit. Knows? Well, but either, either way, way, it was all. It was heavy. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Something they're all in the know about what Mark is heard about. No question. Right. So so Steve, that's you're probably right. So Steve was hinting at that, and then. Oh, was basically saying, if this is true, you need to apologize as your friend. Don't leave this couch knowing. Yeah. But so he had said it before about the bowling alley stuff. And who cares? He, he was calling her out and it was calling, calling. <laughs> calling her out and it was good. Um, and it, I guess after all that pressure, she basically <laughs> said, I'm sorry if um, spit landed on you. It, it um, just was so not sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, and when he said, I recall it like it was yesterday, that obviously really upset him, which by the way is, it's super, it's it's just so offensive to spit at someone. So I don't blame him for feeling that way. And also probably just pure shock because I would put money on Mark the shark, never being someone who's ever been spit spit at. Uh, And well, maybe when he was a kid, actually, maybe he was, because maybe it was even, (laughs) I don't know. Oh God, even more. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Because when he said, I recall it like it was yesterday, she just, she did it again. She just stared at him. It's she's just real intimidating. It's almost like in now this is like you know not intimidating. I'm not going to give her that credit. By the way, she's not intimidating. Well, she's just she's just I don't know. She's dickheadish. There you go. Just like if he feels this way, which Mark clearly feels this way for for good reason. Almost like he shouldn't have had to sit that close to her on the couch. It just felt like a like even when you talked about last week with her just leering at him like daring him to say anything it was just like him having to just be confronted by his aggressor it was just it had to be so just traumatic for him i don't know it's just i get them off the same couch yeah and they and they didn't so we didn't delve any more into to steve and Lindsay, right that was 
or Steve. Oh, no. Yeah. So they didn't. They, nothing came. They didn't talk about anything. No, no. I was going to say that um, we definitely left tonight knowing that uh, Noy and Steve are boning in public. That's their oh, new thing. That was, I, that was so funny because they talked about the intimacy exercise and that was one of their things. And he's like, yeah, I guess the semi-public box got checked. And I'm like, oh, or her box oh, got checked. Yeah. Someone's box got checked. <laughs> I, yeah, there was some, some box checking and it was happening all over the fair city of Boston, right under people's noses, I think. <laughs> and well, they brought up a couple tweets. There was one. Remember at the very beginning when it all started? And, oh, well, we all remember because they just talked about it tonight. But he was wearing those boxers, dirty boxers on his honeymoon oh my wedding God. night. He yeah. said there was a pen in his pocket that broke, uh, which I believe because it was on the side. But either way, yeah, dirty boxers on your wedding night. It's going to be a tough one to live down. And, yeah. and that's what and that's what Twitter's for so that you can never live anything down, unfortunately. Man, that's like, you know, they say wear clean undies, right? In case you ever get in a car accident. I mean, you'd think your wedding night would be a no-brainer. <laughs> well, then there was a tweet. What was that they said about um Oh, okay. So this is what this is what I feel like I understand about Mac and other people don't seem to be getting. They there was a tweet, it was a team Lindsay thing, I guess, about why would you take have sex with her and then want to take things slow, saying that to Mark. I thought that was super clear from the beginning because so did I. They were, the, the honeymoon was a shit show. She was starting fights. She was fighting with everybody. She was he was having to go st- walk downstairs and apologize for her actions and telling them that we're a team. And, I, you know, I got this, Lindsay. Like it, it, it was too much. You, you don't really want to keep boning somebody after you get overwhelmed like that. I thought. No, that's what I thought. And that paired with the fact that, you know, it would go from those extreme low shitty situations with him having a, you know, gone an apology tour on her behalf. And then to the another the other extreme end of her telling him she loves him like two days later. I mean, I think he was literally like, oh, no, you know, and and don't give me some. Oh, he you know, went too far with her if he didn't have those feelings. I mean, we heard stories. They wait. He was woken up to her wrestle tickling him. I don't you know, I I have a feeling it was a very aggressive, fun, sexual thing that just overtook them in the moment. They were married. But that doesn't mean that 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 you have to keep you could slow shit down. I don't I don't think it had anything to do on him. No, I think they got caught up in the moment and both had a nice time. And then all of a sudden he was like, Oh, yeah. shit. Pump um, the brakes. Yeah. And I'm not right or wrong, but I don't think it was an intentional thing by any means. So I think he was he was fucking waving the white flag then saying, what am I? What? What? Ha-, you know, trying to just again, like not hit the wall with his intense impact. You know, I don't yeah. know. Poor guy. I will say that I'm just glad they showed us bloopers uh, so that I could see Mark in a candy bra at the end. That was oh, that was that fun. was a lot. Yeah, yeah. They had fun. There were some fun moments. I'm surprised you know? we didn't just see her just motorboating him, trying to eat all the candy. And just, <laughs> you know, she doesn't she doesn't relax a lot. That one. No, it's just uh, we like to have a nice time. I I feel like nice is in the middle. It's kind of even killed. I don't think nice time is her. It's either just the worst time or the best time. I want a nice time. Um, 
Well, as we said, there's a where are they now next week, and we are covering it because we did get. I mean, who are we? We got a sneak peek. That's so I know. cool. We don't ever get a. <laughs> I don't ever get a sneak peek of shit. Okay, I know. So, <laughs> I feel I very know. fancy. And um, and we did enjoy it. So we are going to talk about it because I thought there was some really interesting stuff. And then there were some really solid updates that are going to be fun for us to discuss. So we are going to do that next week. And again, if you are not subscribed, subscribe because we will continue to be podcasting before the next season starts. And you should stick with us because we have a lot of fun stuff planned. And um, give us a review if you can hit the five stars on Apple podcast. Yeah. And, And it gets me out of bed. Yes. Get hashtag get Mary out of bed. Give her a nice review. <laughs> Mary, oh, I love you. Kuda, love you. And it's not over, guys. We have next week to keep talking about this season and it's gonna be a fun one. Love you, Kuda. Love you. Bye. Bye.